0: On today's episode, we talk about Glass Onion, a knives out story. Plus, Mark catches us up with the movie that he saw recently that was Ticket to Paradise.
1: I'm sorry. I think your things are in my seat. Sorry. Oh, come on. You've gotta be kidding me. Excuse me, ma'am. I need to sit somewhere else. We used to be married. Worst 19 years of my life. We were only married for five. I'm counting the recovery.
0: all right ready boy you got a quote for us no i no okay all right it's the good the bad the watchable episode started does Nick here Boyle, we are i'll
2: do it again i'll do it again i got one more. I i'm <laughs> including all of this <laughs> okay ho 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 again
0: Is what if he the, says that
2: in the movie okay. i'll be pumped
0: all right i will be that's a little preview we're gonna <laughs> not even we're not even reviewing silent night or violent no. night sorry we're not even no. reviewing it but we're not there yeah. yet we haven't seen it yet
2: i don't even know if that's a
0: quote but i don't know either um it's the post thanksgiving pre-christmas okay we're, we're back. we're kind of at work but you know it's almost christmas time so uh anyway guys how was everyone's thanksgiving let's start with you mark
1: oh it was great the uh barrington football eagles took out the Mount Hope Huskies on the road. Uh, Turkey tastes just a little bit better when you get the Thanksgiving Day win. The kids played great. Uh, Gabe was never in doubt. And, uh, you know, I had a great time with my family, too. Great
2: Thanksgiving.
0: It's tremendous. How about you, Boyle? Mine was
2: good, eventful, tasty food, good Mm -hmm. times with people and family, and then I went home to bed.
0: Nice. I had a Thanksgiving where I was in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Had a great time with Haley and Marcus. Big thank you to them. They hosted us, uh, my whole family. Ben Corrin came over. That was fun. Bodie, Miles, the dogs. Uh, I had dinner for 30 minutes and uh, then grabbed my bags and went to the airport. Uh, I had a (laughs) seven o'clock flight on Thanksgiving uh, from Charleston to Boston. I was watching the Patriots game for like the last hour of the flight or so. Uh, Was able to... It is kind of wild to be watching a Patriots game in the air on the drive home from the airport. I was being driven. Don't worry. I wasn't driving. And then actually get a chance to watch the rest of it at my house. It was very bizarre. Uh, Whoa. Patriots lost. So that's a lot. It was a lot whirlwind day, but happy to be with my family. I was very blessed. Um, so yeah. So a few movies were watched over the last two weeks. We're going to get into them. Uh, Mark's got a new movie to review. I have a new movie movie to review. Boyle's got a movie that's newish to review. Uh, But we're going to start with Mark. Mark, your movie is actually a movie that was on my preview that we did this earlier this year with Dual Redundancy. Take it away, my friend.
1: I had the pleasure of seeing George Clooney and Julia Roberts reuniting for Ticket to Paradise. This is definitely like, you know, one of those movies where big name actors and actresses are friends they pick a destination they don't take it too seriously go out have a good time in some you know gorgeous location uh ticket to paradise just to sum it up quick um george clooney and julia roberts are divorced but had a kid uh, when they were like much younger who has now essentially eloped out in bali and This divorced couple is now forced to try to, you know, make amends while they try to convince their daughter that she's making a a big mistake. It's a rom-com. It's silly. It's fun. It never takes itself too seriously. And you know what? A lot of the visuals were just so, like, beautiful. Great location for it. Uh, Great date night movie, guys. That's what I can say about this. It, oh, I mean, there's a lot of corny lines. <laughs> like I'm going to say a lot of, there wasn't a lot of effort put into the script or plot. And that is fine. Uh, I didn't mind it at all. A uh, lot of laughs being had, you know, eat snacks. You don't have to pay too much attention, but you're going to have a good time. And I think that's kind of like par for the course when it comes to rom-coms, like usually. Like, this isn't a great movie, by any means, but I had fun. Like, this is nice and light. You can, you know, make comments if you're with a group or something. You don't have to be dialed in. And I will say this, too. The theater that I saw it in, uh, right outside Boston, it's called The Majestic, like, Watertown. One of those theaters where the chairs, like, recline all the way back. That's extra really wide. Pretty. Very comfy. It was awesome. Yeah. Great time there, yeah.
0: Hella cozy is how I would (laughs) describe
1: it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Like I'm gonna say, the highlights is the chemistry between the cast. Like uh, everything just was so smooth. It was great. Like even though like like the bad parts, the bad lines, or or if something didn't make sense in the plot, you didn't really care. You just saw some people. Where it, like gelled. It was like a well oiled machine with how they could uh you know act with each other. Definitely a more relaxed and light watch. Um, and then my rating, I'll give it a watchable, like a hard watchable, three stars out of five. Again, nothing great, but good enough to go out and have a good night.
0: I mean, I mean, you didn't really have to do a lot to convince me because I literally drafted this movie based on the two lead actors because honestly, throw out whoever's writing, directing this when you got those two together. So I'm very happy that it, it, it delivered on what it was trying to sell there, which is, hey.
1: Yeah, and, and they definitely carry the film. Like their chemistry, Like it's like you're seeing like two either like best friends or just like a great couple where you're like wow like they're just having a great time you'll love to see it
2: that's like drew barrymore and adam sandler you'll love to see them on screen together right like it
1: just so it, it works it's a great combo
0: yep last yep. time we saw george clooney move in a movie the midnight sky i still have not seen that movie <clears throat> I heard it was boring that was now we episode. were actually
1: talking about that like Going in. Like, it's been a while since we've seen Clooney. It's like good to get him back out there.
0: In the last six years, since 2016, he has been in... This is his fourth movie. He was in two movies in 2016, Hail Caesar and Money Monster. That was back in the movie past days, so I saw both those in theaters. He was in The Midnight Sky in 2020 and then Ticket to Paradise in 2022. The guy's a dad now. He's selling coffee. He has, you know He's producing stuff. He doesn't need to...
1: Didn't he sell like his tequila company for like a billion dollars? I think it was like
0: a, I, th- I think it was like a bajillion.
1: I think it was a billion dollars. Like it was, cause it was Casamigos. He was Casamigos.
0: Yes. Let's see how much money he made off it. Um. Okay. He sold the brand sold 0.1 million, nine liter cases according to the brand. But, but I'm trying to figure out he sold how much did George sell? Oh my, Oh my God. A billion dollars. It was a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's so much, that's so much money, man. And guess what? I I have a bottle of Ca- Casamigos in here. It's delicious. Love Casamigos. Money. I'm also a fan. <clears throat> yeah.
1: So thanks, George.
0: Thanks, Good George. Work, dude. Delivering movies and tequila. Honestly, what more do you need? I don't know.
1: All right. <laughs> next episode, find out, find out.
0: I'll get to, (laughs) I'll get to the bottom of it. Um, all right. Thank you, Mark. I'm going to move on to a brand new movie that you can see on Netflix in a few weeks. I think, uh, if Boyle wants to look up when exactly it's going to come to Netflix. Thank you, Boyle as the research department. I was lucky enough to see this movie in theaters because it was playing for only one week in theaters. That is glass onion, a knives out mystery directed by Ryan Johnson. Uh, you know, I'll give, I mean, look, I'm not going to give away really who's in this movie because I mean, I think it's advertised, but it's some of the fun of seeing when people pop up. Uh, Detective Benoit Blanc, which is played by Daniel Craig, travels to Greece to peel back the layers, <laughs> get it, of a mystery involving a new cast of suspects. Really, that's all you need to know going into this. Um, guys, I had an absolute blast with this movie. So much fun. Here's the thing yes, I, I saw it in theaters. And when I see movies in theaters, I always think they're better than, um, you know, sometimes just because. It's all you're paying attention to, you know what I mean? When you're in a theater, like you're not checking any distractions, you're not thinking about anything else. But uh, if you're looking to travel somewhere warm this year on a budget, Glass Onion will will do that for you. I felt like I was on the beach the entire time. I had so much fun with with this movie. If you saw the original Knives Out, you know exactly what you're going to get in this one. A fun mystery. Some characters that are very archetypical, ar- typical archetypes. You know what I'm we'll saying? archetype. Yeah, they're archetypes. Archetype. I don't need to whatever the word is to that. Don't need to zhuzh it up a little bit. These people like are very specific people and which makes it so fun to see them all interact on the big screen. The locations of this movie, I mean, everything in this movie clicked, but let's go in order here. The location, this being like some kind of remote Island off the coast of Greece, absolutely beautiful. The cinematography in this movie is gorgeous. The costumes are so good in this movie. Daniel Craig wears a bathing suit. I told you guys this, I am hundred percent. Like, I just need to absolutely get my hands on this for next summer. Um, the, the plot of this movie, so much fun. I I haven't rewatched knives out in a while, but I think it does a, a similar trick here in terms of going back in time. Something happens like midway through the movie that you're like, Oh, Oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, Whoa, like very, very fun. Very fun. Um, and and changes it changes a lot and and I don't think that's a spoiler at all because I think that's kind of like how these mystery movies you know a, a development is made. Um, the cast is really fun. I think it, it touches on some. This movie takes place in May of 2020, which as soon as that popped up, I was like, I really don't take me back to May 2020, please don't like and and that's like. Oh, that's the, the one negative of this movie is it gets a little clunky in it's exposition in terms of like bringing us back to that time and being like, Oh, this character feels this way about it. And this character. And you're like, Oh man, I don't really want to relitigate litigate early 2020. Like, I just don't want to do that again. Uh, but after that, it really picks up pace and it just keeps going, going, going. It, like this movie does not stop. I was smiling the whole time. Um, and I just really enjoyed it. The music too, the soundtrack. Fantastic. Really good soundtrack, and uh, finally, I just want to give a real big shout out to Janelle Monet, who is awesome in this movie. Does a great job acting in it. Uh, big fan of hers going into this, but even bigger fan now. So, Glass Onion, a night's out mystery for me, eight out of ten. Um, I really—that's a movie you just. When this comes to Netflix, folks, fire up the popcorn at home, turn the movie on, put your phone away, put your phone away. Like, uh, guess I'm, when
2: it comes out? Guess when it comes
0: out? Oh, yes, research department, Boyle. Thank you.
2: Twenty five. Friday, December 23rd, the night before Christmas Eve. Perfect. Okay.
0: Perfect for the family. I would say for the most part appropriate to watch with the family. There isn't anything uh there's like one or two scenes where you're like, "Oh, this is awkward." Uh just a little bit, but trust the process. It's fine.
2: Would they even get it? Like is I like I felt like Knives Out was more adultish. I don't think it was very family. Oh no. Yeah, I thought
1: Knives I was, Out, it was never something that would be like uh, something that you wouldn't watch with like your parents.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're okay like Knives with Knives like, Out
1: would be fine. Like if you threw that on with your parents.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah At what age? Our age? <laughs> yeah, you'll be, yeah. Fine. you'll be fine. It's a... Uh, God, it's a fun movie. It's such a fun movie. I can't re- wait to rewatch That's it. That's such me. good news. Yeah. Uh, like, two big thumbs up for that, so... Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, eight out of ten. Check it out when it gets to Netflix on December twenty third. Thank you, Boyle, for letting us know.
1: Yeah, guys, okay. we recall. I, I'm a big fan. I've rewatched uh, Knives Out a couple of the times, You've and I for- go at of like I think with uh, all of us too. It's like we don't really go too far out of our way to have people like watch a movie. Like I, I went out of my way to have my dad watch this movie went out of my way to have my girlfriend watch this movie. Like I'm that confident that people will like it. So hearing yeah, that glass onion is also good. I'm jacked up.
0: Like it's one of those where honestly, like one and two, like they're just so different because it's not the same cast that you don't really compare it to the original. You just have fun. So it's just a new movie. Yeah. So there's no like, Oh, it's not as good. Like it's just, it's fun. It's it, it's its own thing. Um, you bring up a great point, Mark. One more thing I just want to say is that this is, we talk about these movies all the time, the movies that you feel like you can recommend to anybody. You're with a new group of people. You're like, Hey, let's fire up a movie. This one, hundred percent. Like, I, I think this will have like amongst people that, you know, hundred percent approval rating, like they'll be hooked. Who doesn't love a mystery? It's never boring. Uh, I, I mean, this movie is never boring. Not saying mysteries are never boring. So right. that's it. Um, like,
1: with Knives Out, like they nailed that entire cast. So, Glass Onion, I was just like curious. It, is there an actor? Obviously, no spoilers, mm. but is there like, you know, somebody in the cast that stands out yeah, to yeah. you?
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it because if I say this person's name, you'll be watching and you'll be like, I don't really I don't really see it. And then you'll see it. I mean, that's all I'll say. Okay. But yeah. 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 It's, that, yeah, it's that's it's, like
1: with, with knives out. Like it it's old enough where you can just kinda like get out in front of, But I thought Chris Evans was just amazing,
0: amazing in knives out. Amazing. Yeah, he I gotta turn this on like Do not disturb because it keeps buzzing. Uh yeah. That kind of Chris Evans devilish energy, like
1: playing a character like that he doesn't play.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Like we're used to him as Captain America, clean, cut, doing the right thing, like always. And then in this, he's just the worst. And it's worst. awesome. It's so, so awesome.
0: You can tell he's having so much fun doing it. Um, all right. I don't want to take up too much time because go see it, everybody, if you haven't already. Let's do good, bad, and watchable, and let's bring Boyle in here. Boyle, as we all know, one minute on the clock to talk about the movies that were good, the movies that were bad, and the movies that were in between, just plain watchable. It's good, bad, watchable. Boyle, I'm going to give you two minutes on the clock to talk about your good for this week. How does that sound? Sounds
2: fair, because I don't have a watchable or a bad. Perfect. You know what? Let's
0: make it two minutes and five seconds. (laughs) I'll use it. Give me the countdown. Three, two. I, my, I wish my finger popped up in the other box. Nope. <laughs>
2: all right. Go. So I watched the movie Enter Galactic, which is the eighth studio album by American musician Kid Cuddy himself. But the movie was released as an adult animated film with the exact same name as the album and features all of the mo- music in it. It was released on September 30th on Netflix and it was beautiful chef's kiss it was so gorgeous i saw someone review it on letterbox and i couldn't have said it better it's if miles morales listened to the pursuit of happiness instead of listening to sunshine that is the perfect way to put this movie the animation is the exact same way but more detailed and i actually really loved the the cinematography and the, like what they do visually is just like unbelievable it's so well done um the cast is absolutely stacked as well. Oh no, I just exited out. I'm out. I love the, ca- of the oh, cast. that is the worst. The yes. Cast. Kid
0: Cuddy. You Kid- have Jessica yep. Williams.
2: Yep. Laura Harrier. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Ty. Yep. Sal- Ty. Ty-, Dolla Ty um, There's a ton of other people, but Vanessa it's, a rom-com. it's a rom com. It's a who? Vanessa Hudgens. What'd you say? Oh, Vanessa, Vanessa uh, Hudgens. Yeah, Jessica Williams, Laura Harrier um a lot of people a lot of like it was huge cast but this it's a rom-com it's animated um the music is obviously all kid cutty and it's awesome like the music fits in so well the transitions throughout the movie are wildly well done there's a lot of good humor in it too excuse me um And overall, like I really enjoyed this. I'm giving this an eight and a half out of 10 rounded up to the nine when I'm doing the letterbox. This was a good
0: movie done. Wow. And where can people find it, Boyle? It's on Netflix. Fantastic. Yep. It's a a nice. Yep, it is. So there we go. So it's technically an album and a visual album at that
2: yeah, but there's Whoa. a super storyline during it. it's It's a real movie. Like that's the thing. I didn't even know about the album until after I watched the movie.
0: Right. Would you say so it's like I watched real- the
2: movie and I had no idea that he even came out with the album. So it's pretty cool. and it's yeah. I guess based upon different portions of his life. It's kind of like something about with the Man on the moon, the end of the day cut that he makes in that um, album. Um His inspiration and stuff like that, because it's stuff that it I guess might have happened to him at one point so, sort of a thing
0: when you say it's a real mo- movie like would you say it's a real like go to the theater movie
2: go to the theater <laughs> movie I think if this was on IMAx, I one thousand percent would have gone see and that.
0: seen this. this would have been cool, but um Not as good as moon age Daydream, though bro in i <laughs> We just were referencing
2: that this weekend, dude. I cannot believe you brought that up.
0: I wonder why. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> well, there we go. All right, everybody. Enter Galactic um, from Boyle on Netflix. Mark D in the place to be. You got anything for us for Good, Bad, Watchable this week? I do. Okay.
1: and But it is a rewatchable.
0: That's fine, man. But it's so,
1: it's so good that I, I want to take the time to talk about this again.
0: You got it, man.
1: Three, two, one. My cousin Vinny, I was cooking. I, watched, I saw it on like, I was like on HBO or something. It was just starting. I was like, yup. I was watching it while I'm making dinner for my parents. My dad's in the room too. We're dying laughing. I mean, it's just a hilarious movie. It's funny. Every time, I could rewatch it a thousand times, which I had Uh fun fact. I shared my birthday with Joe Pesci, uh, a February 9th. That is a yeah. fun fact. Um, just, just everything like courtroom mannerisms, just how they talk to each other, the ridiculous stuff that they like, <laughs> go through with each other. And for those who are listening and don't know, my father is an attorney. So when they do something stupid in the court, I just look at him. Like, they can't do that, can they? He goes, absolutely not. He's like, it just makes zero sense, but it's a funny movie. Um, one of my favorites of all time. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I'd rewatch it. and I get like Shawshank, as some people say on Twitter. Like dial back in when, when you see that it's going. You got to watch it. That's one of my movies. So my good my cousin big
0: love so, that movie if you're if you're, it's like my family and i'm assuming it's the case for you mark um that movie you can recite pretty much line for line pretty much yeah
1: identical identical oh
0: so good, uh, when, so good.
1: when they're well like when they're when he brings his fiance, marissa tomei in as a witness <laughs> and he asks the judge permission to treat her as hostile like Why Why would he do that? He goes, well, we're engaged. <laughs> and the judge goes, he goes, now I get it. He's like, yep. yep. <laughs> the, old, the older <laughs>
0: I get, the more that movie makes a ton of sense. Very funny. It's,
1: it's so funny.
0: So funny. Um, all right. My good for this week in three, two, one. I forgot which one I was going to do. Oh, up in, up in the air. Speaking of George Clooney, like we were talking about earlier, I saw a George Clooney movie of my own this, this past week on a flight up in the air. It's the movie from 2009, him, Vera Farmiga, um, and, uh, Anna Kendrick. It's, it's a drama. It's a romance. Um, it's it's an interesting movie. I thought it was really good. I mean, watching it on a plane, uh, traveling was very meta of me because that movie takes place a lot of time. Like this guy's just flying. That's his whole thing. He doesn't stay in one city ever. He just goes from city to city firing people. Um, But man, it, it, this is a a, a serious movie. I'd say this isn't a movie that is sugarcoating any part of like adulthood. And it was kind of interesting to Anna Kendrick's like the young 20 year old, something person, you know, 23, 24, first job out of college. George Clooney is like the, you know, in his forties guy, uh, grown adult. And just watching this at 30, I'm like, Oh wow. Like I'm in between these two worlds here. It's kind of interesting perspective on it. So up in the air, it's on Netflix. Uh, if you have a flight coming up, watch it on your flight, honestly. Um, there's like one or two scenes that you might want to skip ahead. Uh, but uh, yeah, up in the air time.
1: I, think I saw your review scene. on uh, <laughs> Netflix too. And I, was, I saw that movie, forgot about it.
0: Yeah, I, I I can 100% see that. It's not a movie that's made to stand the test of time, really. Yeah.
1: I agree. Yeah. But, it's just like one of those, like, I saw your review. I was like, uh ah. It's like one of those, like the cast jumps out to you more it's a really like the cast. actual movie.
0: Really yeah. good cast. Yeah. Like the- I mean, Danny McBride is like a like the ninth build person in this movie. Boyle, you're uh, what do we do next? Do we do watchable or bad?
2: We do bad, really and, watchable bad last. and watchable.
0: Okay. All right. Guys, it's only been like 50 some odd episodes of the show. I'll get it one day. <laughs> uh, Boyle, you're bad. Are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, go.
2: The bad is to me to not watching enough movies. Done.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot you didn't have any movies. (laughs) Classic bag. (laughs) Mark, you're bad, Mark. Are you ready?
1: What I'm going to do, this movie is watchable, but it's less watchable than my other
0: I did the same exact thing. I did the same exact thing. Here we
1: go. Three. Two, one. Guys, I was really excited for Triangle of Sadness. And it just didn't live up to everything that I thought it would. But it was a good movie. It was like very enjoyable. This is a satire on sort of like the affluent or more like upper class. And how they perceive themselves like on a luxury trip when things go awry. The only notable uh, actor in this is uh, Woody Harrelson. Everybody else was someone I I didn't know. But I thought the acting was great in this. And how the plot progressed. It was good. I mean, it was like a good time. But if you look at any of the reviews or... I keep talking about this. They say this movie is going to be like transcendent. Like it's going to be like you know, something that's going to be talked about forever. I think it's kind of going to end up being forgettable. While the satire was good and I like I liked it and I think it peaked in the second act. And then after that it was, it was like all right, we can wrap this up. It's like one of those kind of movies. Again, good, like solid message, good acting, Not like laugh out loud funny. Definitely not like something you're going to like quote with people, but it's funny. This is a funny movie and the script is very well done. But it, it is missing something and it feels like it dragged out like just a little too much. So watchable three stars out of five for me. Something was missing. Watchable.
0: Okay, made by the same guy who did mm. Force Majeure. By the way, for anybody listening at home, who uh, that's a movie that got adapted into an American version starring Will Ferrell and uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Um, I didn't
2: hear the first part of that. Maybe my audio cut out. What was the
0: movie? Force Majeure. Yeah, it's a movie where uh, an avalanche comes, and instead of saving his family, the guy. Bails oh yeah, but is- what's
2: the? That's not the name of the Will Ferrell. It's called no. Downfall or something, right? No, yeah. I'm saying
0: the Will Ferrell movie is an, an adaptation of the movie that this guy originally made in 2014. Da-da-da-da-da. I was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I think more American audiences are getting hip to international cinema, and then when they remake it as an American version, people are kind of like, no, I know that I can it's read subtitles. way worse.
2: It's yeah. always way worse. If they remake Parasite, I'll be mad. I'm, I won't watch it. I think it. they were going to. No, they were going to make a TV... Uh, HBO series movie thing I thought what, but he was making it remember
0: yes like the same director really, what, was gonna
2: make it shoot, but I don't what was, know what happened to that
0: what yeah what's the movie they're remaking and it's gonna be Leo's in it and everyone was like come on really oh I know the movie um another round they're, with, with no, Matt what yes they announced that oh I hate that yeah and hate everyone that. was like why why? Uh, no, i didn't know that bad idea bad yeah, idea it, i and the original is so good so, it's, good.
2: <laughs> yeah. it's so good
0: so good so as of right now it's leo it was last updated in <laughs> may 2021 and uh it's still proposed we'll see um'm I'm, uh, I'm not seeing anything since last may so i'm hoping that uh he he's gonna can it these movies always end up in production hell, anyway. So,
1: kind of hope it does. We're
0: I do good. too. I, I, yeah, the original's fine. Uh, no need to touch it. Um. All right, my watchable is like uh, my bad. Sorry, is like Mark as well in that. Of my two watchables this week, I'd say this one's less watchable and more bad. In three, two, one the guardians of the galaxy holiday special. I I regret to inform you all that this was in fact a holiday special. That is uh, what I can say about this movie. It just was just odd. I didn't get enjoyment out of this outside of it being just Christmassy themed and kind of it getting me in the spirit. I, I gave it a three out of five. I I think I got to bump this down to a five out of 10, honestly. Like it just, because you watch and you're like, okay, like, it's made competently by people but it's just like what is this doing? Like it's not well, funny. What's the point? It's not the point. Yeah. The jokes aren't funny enough to make me laugh. The action isn't impressive enough to make me feel blown away. It, the a lot of Christmas music though in it. So I was like, all right, that's cheerful. But I just did that for whatever reason, I just felt weird about it the whole time. I was like I was like, ah. Eh. Holiday special isn't really doing it for me, but you know what? Maybe I'm not the audience for it. Maybe it's for kids. Uh, it didn't feel very kidly. Is kidly a word? I don't know. We'll ask the teacher, but that's it. I'll accept it. All right. Thank you. All right. Boyle, you're watchable. Uh, you don't. All right. Go three, two, one.
2: My watchable this week was a... Movie of a sorts called My Life, <laughs> and just I didn't get to watch any movies do a watchable. Thank you.
0: <laughs> fantastic. Who's directing Why it? Why would you stop playing that beautiful music? <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> Amazing! Amazing! Why? <laughs>
2: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm oh, that's a great I haven't heard that
0: reference in a long time.
2: I know, neither did I. I was ready for that.
0: Oh, that's good, Mark. That was
2: good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally going to watch that afterwards. <laughs> oh my you God, too. I'm dying too. Just he the least. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful music. <That's> beautiful <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs>
0: all right right, i I have a watchable all right
1: man take it away i did it okay uh three two one guys i don't know if you remember this but the movie gremlins is technically a christmas movie but i had never seen gremlins 2 Mm. So I snuck that in. <laughs> Gremlins, Gremlins okay. two yes. is, is like bananas. It, it's just like it's all over the place. It's crazy. It came out in 1990, so it's like that perfect, like
2: mm-hmm.
1: like just like the end of the 80s, transitioning like into a more like 90s, like ridiculous like films, but still had the charm of, like 80s films. Like, had. I mean, it's just, it's dumb. It's hilarious. Like, almost nothing makes sense, but you have a good time, like, watching it the entire time. Like, this is so watchable. This is something you could put on as, like, background noise at, like, a party where you can, like, (laughs) 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 it's just, like, it's, it's hilarious. It's ridiculous. Um, but not like good by any means. That that was Sean after at the end of his night the other night. (laughs) 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 Guys, I had a great time. I mean, it's it's stupid, Uh, but it's awesome. Really? Okay. So so yeah. So when we balance out the scales, comes out to like a watchable. Because like, not every joke is gonna hit, but the ones that do hit, they're laugh out loud funny, and you just kind of you know take some of the blows. The acting's not good. Nobody takes it seriously. Have some fun, right? Have some fun. All right, great Gremlins watchable. City.
0: Where'd you watch yeah,
1: it? Uh, uh, HBO Max.
0: Okay. Can't wait for the hater that is Cookie Rojas to chime in and be like, Ugh, the movie stunk." It's like, is
1: he? And he's anti-Gremlins.
0: I'm assuming he's anti-Gremlins too. But here's the thing: My, if this came out in 1990, Cookie was turning. 21 that Christmas. He might be in. I don't know if he was in or if he was doing the thing that 21 year olds do where you're like, I'm too big for this.
1: No, this was like, as an adult, like watching this, I'm like, this is hilarious.
0: Okay. You know what? I'll just get his instant reactions while I text um, this Gremlins 2 on HBO Max 1990. Uh, It's called Gremlins 2 The Next Batch. Good to That's know right. because I, I can
2: watch that then if it's on HBO because I've only seen the first one. The
1: first one is like good, the second one is just like let's get absurd, like let's be ridiculous.
2: Aren't there like four of those or something? There's like a lot.
1: I, I only know of the two. Okay. I really hope there aren't more than that.
0: How much? I mean, how much it really depends on how much money Gremlins 2 made, right? You know what I mean?
1: Well, like, Gremlins. Like the original was a big hit. Yes. So I think with like Gremlins 2, they're like, all right, like let's cash in, like let's,
0: uh, let's just IMDb, go nuts. On IMDB, people have it at six point four, so it's it's not reviled. It's actually liked.
1: Not awful.
0: Um box office. The budget for Gremlins 2 estimated 50 million. Opening weekend. Oh no. June 17th, 1990, it made $9.7 million. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> that's it's, bad. It's total gross worldwide was $41.4 million. Oh, no. Yeah, so that's technically <laughs> oh, no. a loss. Uh, so I don't know if they made a third one or not. I Anybody listening at home who knows the answer to this is probably yelling at us right now, like, you idiots. Yes. You fools. Or no. Um, no, I mean, I've never never seen this. Never was showed this movie, so... Grim- um, did you mention whether or not this takes place around Christmas?
1: Uh, only the first one does.
0: Oh, so yes. I,
1: I was like, all right, like, let me give gremlins to a world.
0: Okay. Uh, that was it. That was the final gremlins movie. Yeah. For good reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't make its money. However, oh,
2: you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of the leprechaun movies. That's uh, what I got confused with, but I have still seen the original Gremlins.
0: Uh, we do have news, uh, can you play the breaking news sound, Boyle? Uh, dun dun doo. A sequel to Gremlins. <laughs> going that sound made total sense to me, Boyle. Uh, <laughs> A sequel to Gremlins about cute little creatures that transform into uncontrollable creatures. It's been announced 2023, directed or written what? by and directed by Christopher Columbus. It's expected to come out in December of
2: 2023. So nah. yes full circle that's awesome
0: i mean yeah i mean if, if i did no- i
2: didn't know that that's great to know look at us we're getting ahead of the curve, boys look at we this are. look that- at this who would have thought
0: not me <laughs> uh okay so this movie was originally set to be a fresh reboot but once carl ellsworth was added as a writer it was decided that it would be made as a sequel to the original one
1: oh okay guys right. you like by the way like this cast like sneaky good. Like oh. Phoebe Cates from um, was it Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yeah. She's in it, and then also Christopher Lee is in this. Oh really? But like not featured like too much. So it's like what you're like, oh and Hulk Hogan makes an appearance. Amazing. Yeah, it's like a ridiculous movie all around. Can't believe it didn't make any money.
0: Cookie Rojas got back to me. He said, I said, Dad, what are your thoughts on Gremlins 2? We're recording the podcast right now. He said, sheesh. As with any sequel, my question is, why? <laughs> 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 I mean, uh, now I need to know my mom's opinions on that. So uh, I'm going to do my watchable. And uh, I talked about it off pod. So we'll just get right into this. Three, two, one. A Christmas Story, Christmas. Uh, title, whatever. All right. So this movie is a sequel to the 1983 82, uh, uh, movie that came out. Come on, the movie we all know that's on AMC every single year, Christmas story, the one that you've seen at least once at everybody listening to this movie. Takes place in 1973. So I think this movie takes place like 33 years later or something like that. And uh it's Basically like a, a reunion holiday special that takes place in the timeline. Bef- like, I don't know. T- it kind of shows how the guy came up with the idea to write the story, the fictional story that a Christmas story is based. On. I'm losing myself here. All right. Yeah. I'm very sorry. Let me, let's go back. I got
1: questions. Yeah, well, I'm maybe sorry. Maybe it's a little more interactive.
0: Yeah, go My family is one. Yeah. What's the movie about? This movie is Ralphie's all grown up. He's got a wife and kids. And, uh, this isn't a spoiler at the beginning of the movie. Yep. You find out that, uh, his dad has passed away. You know, the old man from the original movie. That's what he calls him. The old man. You don't actually know his name. Okay. Uh, And he realizes that this is going to be the first Christmas without his dad. Um, and so in order to make Christmas feel right, he decides to drive back to his home, his house from the original movie with his family to celebrate Christmas with his recently widowed mom. The fun part about this movie is Ralphie, his brother, like a bunch of other people from the movie are played by the original child actors from the original. Okay. So it's them, like some of these people you probably have not seen, well, if you're old enough in 40 years. So that's cool that seems to be the big selling point of the movie. This movie is kind of, it's neither here nor there. It, I will say this, it stays true to the original style and that there's like a lot of like Ralphie's imagining things and his imagination kind of runs wild a little bit. So that's fun, but that's really all I can say. About, like it's so just,
2: is, is it's it a like bummer. narrated it's
0: a still like his inner monologue. Yep. It's his inner monologue. It's, it's, it's done in the same exact style as a Christmas story. However, told from an adult standpoint, and not necessarily a kid' standpoint. Hmm. Yeah. And the final t- 15 minutes of it, you're kind of like get a little sniffly just a little bit, but the movie's a bummer at times, like a real bummer.
1: that That's too bad, because with a Christmas story, like they run it for 24 hours. Like, yeah, you can have it on as background noise when you're unwrapping gifts with your family, like everything, it, and it's fun. It's dumb. It's fun. Like, the ending of the original, like, the Christmas turkey's row end, like, they, they got to figure out what to do. It's just, like, ridiculous scenes. Okay. Yeah. The, the, I kind of don't like that if it gets, like, too heavy. You know what I mean? A, like it should be a little more light-hearted. Yeah.
0: The, it's... It... It feels like it's 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 shot like it's a lighthearted movie, and there's a believe me, there's a lot of light moments in this movie. There's a lot of moments that are kind of like, oh, this is just this scene, but now they're older. Oh, this is the mall Santa scene. It's just now with his kids. You know what I mean? Like, there's some of that, but there's some new stuff in there. Uh, one more thing I wanted to say, um, Boyle will appreciate this when he sees it. This has one of the coolest transition shots I've ever seen in a movie I will hmm. give that to this movie one of the coolest transitions I've ever seen it's it's the final 30 seconds of the movie what it does is to me one of the coolest things I've seen okay So, uh, cool idea, cool concept for a movie to like hey let's get these kid actors 40 years later and let's make a movie if you love a Christmas story you owe it to yourself to watch this movie if you don't, don't skip, skip this movie skip it skip it hard um it won't do anything for you at all it was just like it's just kind of fun to be like hey it's ralphie he's an adult okay okay there you go i I went
2: it's just you know what somebody told yeah me that this movie was originally about (laughs) what someone told me it's the same exact movie but he's the dad and the kid wants an (laughs) ak-47 (laughs)
0: that made me have a good laugh (laughs) boil your band for the next 30 seconds
1: i i had like a an absolutely terrible joke pop into my mind that i will not say recorded
0: (laughs) that's good i boil muted you can unmute yourself there you
2: go (laughs) um it doesn't mean that he like he can cut it out if he wants. I didn't say anything bad. I said what somebody literally told me, <laughs> not me, but somebody. <laughs> somebody. Somebody. No, I'm not. I'm dead serious. Like I was like, are you serious? Is that really the plot of the movie? And they were like, yeah. And I swear to you, until you just told this review, that's really what I thought the movie was. I was like, that's pretty bold of them. I looked nothing up though in my defense. So. Because I don't
0: care about the movie. Oh, just like the original. Oh, yeah. I'm the worst guy. Um, yeah, so that wraps up uh our segments. Uh any rewatchables that you guys want to discuss? I rewatched Crazy Stupid Love. That was fun. Ooh, oh, great. Oh, good. Remake. Good every time. Yep. Good every yep. time. Yeah, it, it it made me happy to watch that movie. I've been watching a ton of TV shows. I also played See, some I've been hardcore on hardcore video too. games. Andor so good.
1: Andor was I finished Andor. It's so sick. It's so, so good. Sick. So- uh, Wednesday okay. Adams on Netflix, good.
0: Like, well, okay. mm.
2: video games. Mm. I be I did the so for the past month, I've literally just been chipping away with um the OG Spyro trilogy remastered for PlayStation Four, and I got hundred percent all the way around the
0: board. That's a nice feeling. Dude,
2: you yeah, just, like, blast through that day. as a, as an adult, but, like, as a kid, you, like, just mad struggled.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, such a struggle. You yeah. know who played that game? The remastered edition, Boyle, in my family? Maddie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she loved Spyro. She loved the little uh, dragonfly. She would love yeah, watching sparks. us play so, so it could. Hey, well, speaking about that, though,
1: really quick. Yeah. Like, remember, like, being a kid, I thought like one of the hardest games ever was the original Crash Bandicoot. Original okay. Crash mm. And I think if you gave me another shot at it right now, I could clear it in like
2: a day or two. Well, Mark, you're wrong. Because this Bring guy, this guy's got it. So come on over. You I've got it on PlayStation and, 4.
1: And and give me a weekend boil. That's all I need. Yep.
2: <laughs> Pull out couch. You can just stamp the week and just play out. I'm not leaving till I beat it. I'm leaving until I beat this game.
0: Well, you wake up, marked out like Chinese food all over his like. Yeah. Top shirt. He's just like, I he's know got, what like, I signed up for. He's got a long straw connected to the running sink. So he's just. <laughs> like, a yeah. <laughs> like a gerbil. Yeah. Like a gerbil.
2: Dude, that reminds me of. um. Did you see the guy on James Corden months ago who had never seen one of his like um, was it him or was it Jimmy Kimmel? Maybe it was. Anyways, it was the writers had never seen all Game of Thrones, so they locked him in a room and they made him watch all of the all of it over one weekend. Like he oh had like God. to watch it straight. So, and oh, and that was it. And you should watch it. It's pretty so, funny.
1: Like what, what happened was is. Um... A buddy of mine, his older brother, like for like frat hazing like weekend, whatever it was, they used to do locked in the cage where Mm. they put like the, the pledges in a room and they like, you know, they fed them three times a day. They had like one bathroom, but they couldn't leave the entire weekend. And the only thing in there was a TV, a DVD player and Nick Cage movies. So they just had. To, so was just in the cage for like seventy two hours. <laughs> <laughs> locked in the cage. I want <laughs> to.
0: I, I want to know who came up with that. I want to know what movies <laughs> that they had access to. That's it. Incredible. Was like
1: they they just had like a ton of his movies. <laughs> like this is all you can like watch. <laughs>
0: that makes me think about how. I'm I really, think really the really idea nice is tell. so funny. Just start talking like Nick Cage.
2: Oh, yeah. my not in that movie.
0: Oh, my God, that movie. <laughs> I think if you really wanted to really make him go through it, have him watch 8mm uh, twice. Ooh, I've seen that. Did we lose <laughs> Boyle? Yeah, we did lose Boyle. Long may he reign. Well, my yeah.
1: computer's about to die anyway.
0: No, I might be talking by myself. Well, Mark, how about this? I'll give you a mid-rewatchable. While I was cooking, I watched the first hour of the movie Cruising. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just let our listeners uh, look what that movie's about uh, to let you know the kind of mindset I was in while cooking. Just got a, just a serial killer on the loose in New York City, and I'm just chopping away. Classic. Uh, but uh, yeah, everybody, thanks for listening. GBW Pod. We're going to re- watch some Christmas movies, I guess. Oh, it boils back. All right, bye, everybody.
2: Dude. <laughs> my entire system even my phone like internet just went out and then i was like we are limping to the finish at this point yeah
0: his computer's about to die your internet's dead oh my computer
2: was dead before i like literally plugged it in at two (laughs) percent Mine's about to die right now well Well, it's
0: been fun any any final thoughts Boyle?
2: yes indie trailer looks great can't wait for it gonna be sad but gonna be great guardians 3 trailer also looks super sad not sure how I
0: feel, but okay, we're ready for it, and that, that's all I got. I guess I don't really know. G- G- I
2: agree
1: with everything you said.
0: Thanks everybody for listening. Spotify Wrapped it was great this year. Thanks everybody for listening to our podcast, and uh, yeah. So for Mark Sisto, Nick Boyle, I'm Nick Rojas saying so long. We'll see you next time. So long, farewell, farewell.
2: We do not want to get copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs>